purpose is to help you heal, and I'm your host, Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need, and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. I'm glad you're joining me. This week, we're talking about what to do when you share your purpose or you share something with a friend and they don't get it. Or maybe they criticize you. They question why you're doing that. And, you know, I think in those places, sometimes we are just taken aback because we were expecting support and we got something else instead. And so I want to talk about that this week because I think, you know, when we're thinking to ourselves, okay, I want to pursue my purpose. I want to go after the things God has for me. The reality is that not everybody's going to get it. And I know I've seen this in my own life. There have been decisions that I've made, you know, choices that I have chosen, things that I have gone after that people haven't understood. And While it can feel hurtful in the moment, I think what I have learned about it is that they can't see it the way I'm seeing it because it's not my, it's not their life. And so I want to talk with you about that because I think undoubtedly you've probably had that experience in the past or you'll have that experience in the future. And I know that it can be something that really derails us. You know, it can stop us in our tracks and make us question whether we heard God correctly or whether we got this right, whether we should be doing this or not. And sometimes it's really hard because if we are in this place where we're trying to hear God's voice, we're really working on developing our relationship with him, and we feel like he's telling us to go after something, and so we start doing it, and then we tell someone that we trust, someone that we think is going to encourage us or you know, at least be a sounding board for us, and we get criticism of some sort back, then not only does it make us think about this thing we're going after, but it also can make us question whether or not we even heard God or if we are on track in developing our relationship with him. So I think it's important to say to ourselves, how do we process negative feedback? You know, how do we process feedback from someone when it's the opposite of what we thought we were going to get? Because if we're not aware of the impact that it has, it's not going to stay in that surface place. You know, if we say the surface level negative feedback in a conversation where we're sharing this point of passion or purpose that we want to go after, the surface level would just be that thing, that place of purpose or passion that we're going after. But the deeper level is what we feel like that negative feedback says about our relationship with God. And so if we want to keep that feedback from infringing on this sacred space of our relationship with our Heavenly Father, the creator of the whole world, if we want to keep our relationship with him in a place that isn't impacted by somebody else's negative feedback, then we have to be aware of how we process it. And I think a lot of times we probably aren't. I know for myself, it all depends on the kind of day I'm having. If I'm having a great day, you know, if things are going well and I'm seeing the fruit of my effort and someone gives me negative feedback, it's a little bit easier to brush it off, you know, to think, okay, they don't see it the way I see it. No big deal. I'm not going to let this, you know, rock my decision. But if I'm having a hard day, maybe I'm tired or maybe, you know, I had a difficult situation at home or whatever, 
And then I get this negative feedback. It can be this place that just goes, you know, straight into the depths of my heart. So I have to have an awareness of how I take that on and how I process the feedback. And so for me, the first question that I've learned to ask myself, is this somebody that wants to walk with me for the long haul? Are they intentional? Are they invested in the day-to-day with me? Because that makes a huge difference. If it's somebody who, yes, is invested in our lives, is going to walk with us, you know, in the day-to-day, then they have our best interest in mind. And they're also going to understand or be willing to have a conversation about it. If they give us negative feedback and we ask why, they're probably going to be willing to have a conversation and not feel offended that we ask them. And those are the kind of relationships that we, we, we want and need in our life. Those are the kind of people that are valuable, that are going to link arms with us and say, you know what, I'm with you for the long haul. I'm not just here today and gone tomorrow. I want to walk this out with you. And so if I'm getting what feels like negative feedback from somebody that takes up that space in my life, I know that I can trust them and I can ask them for some extra context to that. You know, why do they think that or why do they see it that way? We can have a conversation about it. And it doesn't feel hurtful because I know that they're looking out for my good. But if it's somebody who does not fall in that category of wanting to walk with me, you know, sometimes we have these people in our life that just want to nail us to the wall and leave us there. Then oftentimes I've learned to question their negative feedback because the reality is that sometimes when people say hurtful things to us, it's really not about us. It's about them. It's about their own insecurity or maybe something that we said stirred up something inside of them. It's not about anything going on in our world, but it's how they received it. And that's a difficult place because if if someone else is going through something really hard, if they're experiencing their own place of pain and brokenness, and they give me some kind of negative feedback that's really coming from the the hard road they're walking right now, and I ask them, you know, why did you why did you think that or why did you say that? Why do you see it that way? That might bring more pain for them. And it might not be a place that we are going to be able to have a conversation about it. And so it's important for us to be able to discern, you know, is this somebody who's really looking out for my good? Do they have my best interest in mind? Are they wanting to walk out life with me for the long haul? Or are they in their own difficult place right now where they're not able to support me, where they're probably not a great person uh, to be leaning into in this season? And if that's the case, then I just need to let their feedback go not overanalyze it, you know, not ruminate on it for days, but just be able to say, this is probably coming from the hard place they're in right now. And so I'm going to give them grace for that. I'm going to want to maintain the friendship, but they're not going to be somebody that I lean into while I'm developing this whole concept of purpose that God has placed in my heart. I want to be intentional about the people that I talk about these deep secrets with my dreams. You know, for me, when I started writing my book last fall, the end of September, I told very few people about it because I was treasuring that and I was protecting it. I knew that it had been a while since I had written. I mean, this year will have been 10 years since my first book, One Light Still Shines, came out. 
And I knew that if I told a lot of people that I was writing a book and I received some negative feedback, I would probably lean into my own insecurity. And then I would let their words become this thing that talked me out of doing what I know God called me to do. And so I told very few people. I told those people that I know are my long haul people, my ride or die people. Of course, that included my husband and our kids. They were going to see me writing every day. I kind of needed them to know, (laughs) but also some close friends that I knew I could count on, that I could lean into, that were going to support me and encourage me and be a great sounding board that I could ask them questions or get their feedback along my journey. And you need those too, but we don't need tons of them. You know, if we just have one or two of those people that we can count on for the long haul, that's really all we need. And so it's asking ourselves, who can I surround myself with that's going to be with me for the long term? And then how do I learn to let go of some of the negative feedback from the people that really aren't in that position? How do I learn to give them grace for wherever it is that they're at? Not hold that against them, not allow it to become this place of offense inside of me, but just release it and let it go. Because I don't want my purpose and this you know, thing that God is doing inside of me to get distracted by someone else's criticism. I want to go after it. I want to pursue it. Because if God placed it inside of me and he's calling me to do it, then that's valuable. I want to honor that. I want to honor people, but I want to honor God more. And, you know, I think that's a place we all have to figure out. How do I sort through the feedback I get? Where do I put that? Which kind of feedback do I go after? Who are the people that I want to surround myself with? Making friends as an adult can be difficult. And sometimes it's this place that we're just kind of waiting. You know, for me, there were years and years and years of saying, God, I just need one or two good friends and waiting for that to happen. But he always comes through. He's a God who answers our prayers. He's a God who fulfills his promises. And if you're in this place where you're thinking, I just wish I had those one or two people, keep asking God. And maybe he's going to put that person on your mind and you're going to be the one that reaches out and begins that friendship. But those are the ones that we can take what they say and we can process it with them and we can come out better for it on the other side. I hope that this has encouraged you today. I want to invite you to come back next week. We're going to continue the conversation. We're going to talk about what it means to, you know, really go after that place of purpose and passion. Okay, because we've talked about how to start to find it. We've talked about what to do if we get some criticism. I always think it's really valuable to keep, you know, keep it all in perspective. But now let's talk about what are the next steps? What do we do with this thing? What do we do with this, you know, this little treasure that we're holding in our hands that we feel like God has placed there? How do we go after that? Come back next week. We're going to talk about that and so much more. I can't wait to continue the conversation with you then. Thank you for joining me on another episode of To Help You Heal. I love spending 10 minutes with you. You can find additional resources for your journey at my website, mariemonville.com. Also information about my upcoming book, To Help You Heal, and specific information that's going to help you as you lean into this place of purpose and go after it with God. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thank you.